Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to another episode of the Back of the Pack podcast brought to you by OKKC Sports. I'm your host, Kyle Walker. Thank you for joining us as always. Hey, first off, I want to talk about last week's episode, the memorable races. It was actually a really positive response to that episode. So I I really appreciate you guys letting me ramble on about my full marathon experiences. Uh, It is fun to talk about. I, I think I said it last week. I can sit around and talk races with you all day. If you ever want to talk about races, let's sit down and talk about races because I love talking about races. I really do. Uh, the, the bigger, the better. I love the full marathon experience. I love everything that goes around it, even if I am just god awful at completing them, uh, as in very slow. I still really enjoy the experience of these big races. I love 5Ks here locally. Don't get me wrong, but there's just something about going to the big boys and having one of those big races. So I love talking about them. I'm glad everyone enjoyed listening about them. And if you didn't enjoy it, well, you didn't speak up, so I don't know. Only the people who liked it said anything. So thank you. Thank you, people. Uh, Speaking of the big races, uh, okay, first off, I'm going to preface this by like, we're going to have a real light show today. Like, we're not going to dive into any deep topics. We're not going to really get into the nooks and crannies of some kind of running topic. I'll tell you why here in a moment, but we're going to take it real easy today. Okay, it's a warm day. We're still in August. You know, it's back to school. And, you know, just, we don't have to work hard today. All right, let's 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 just have a nice, leisurely little podcast episode. We'll keep it real surface level. It's, it's going to be great. But anyway, okay, so speaking of the big boy races, this past week was huge for big race planning. So if you are like me, and you like knowing all the goings-ons of the big races, and I mean the World Marathon majors and you know, kind of equivalent too, this was a huge week and there was a lot to keep track of. So because I want you guys to also enjoy the big races as much as I do, I'm going to keep you updated on what's going on. And first, we're going to talk about the granddaddy of them all. That is, of course, the Boston Marathon. I've not done Boston, so I can't give you a Boston Marathon story. I want to. I'm desperate to do that race. I will never qualify time-wise. I will be looking at a charity bib, and because I already have some expenses coming up in 2023, I'm hoping against hope to try and secure a charity bib for the 2024 Boston Marathon. Again, you're not you're not guaranteed anything. You're not even guaranteed a charity bib, and then you have to raise a ridiculous amount of money. But I'm hoping in 2024 I can attack Boston. But 
If you, for whatever reason, are a very fast runner and you're listening to this podcast to listen to listen about the running life of us slow runners, A, I don't know what you're doing here, but welcome. Uh, but B, here's the information you need to know. So if you are a person who can and has qualified for Boston, you need to submit your registration and your time now. Right now, you can already load that in right now as I sit here towards the end of August and you can go ahead and try and beat the rush and get your name in front of them so that they can select you. Because if you don't know about the Boston Marathon process, and I know this because I've looked a lot because it's my dream race. Even if you get their qualifying time and you, know, you take your age and they have a qualifying time corresponding to your age, you have to have a certified marathon finishing time under or equal to the quoted time from the Boston Marathon that's equal to your age. Seems simple enough, right? Not always. If the field is too big, they take the faster runners. So let's say you're a 40-year-old guy. I can almost relate to that. I'm a little past. And you have to have a marathon finishing time. And I, I don't know if this is the right number, but I'm going to say of three hours and 15 minutes. Okay, so you have to prove to Boston that you have done a marathon in three hours and 15 minutes of one of their qualifying races. So you take that and you submit it. Okay, well, let's say they've got a ton of people and they always do. And they've got more people registering than spots available. So they're going to take all these times, all the 40-year-olds, and they're going to look at their times. Well, if you got in at 314.59, you don't have a great chance of making it because they're going to take the guy who made it in 311 over the guy who made it 314.59. Okay, that's what they're going to do. They take the faster. Even if you've hit a qualifying time, they're still going to take the faster of that group and give those people the spots if there's an overflow of people trying to register for that race. Okay, so you, you can say what you want about the process. All right, you, you can totally say what you want about the Boston Marathon process. I've probably said it all, uh, both good and bad. I don't like the time registration. And yes, that's because I'm too slow to make it. I understand I have a very biased opinion. If they wanted to go lottery, I'm totally in. Like, that's fine. Even if I don't get picked, I'm 0 for 5 on the London Marathon. I can get rejected every year. It sounds like my previous single life. I can get rejected a lot and I'm OK. But the time qualification really eliminates a lot of people who might actually appreciate that race more than the elites who are done with it in three hours. OK, that's just my opinion. You may share it. You may disagree. But again, the back of the pack type people, us, we get the most out of our registration dollar because we are out there the longest. These elites and these people who just, you know, they they go because they did it. And yeah, all the credit in the world to them. And like, amazing job. I wish I was that fast. But you have to admit there are those who don't completely understand, enjoy, or fully comprehend what that experience means. It might mean something to them, but imagine what it means to people like us, the people who are actively pushed away from this race because of the qualifying times. Okay, for us to be able to do this, and again, if I get in on a charity bib, I guarantee you I am going to be more happy, more excited, more amped up, and more ready to go than a lot of people in that field the year that I get to run that race. Because I will have raised the money, and I will have known that I got into something that I am otherwise not able to get into. I'm not able to achieve the Boston Marathon if it comes strictly down to finishing time. So anyway, I know I'm beating a dead horse and I am like circling the airport. I need to land the plane here. But either which way, if you can somehow make the qualifying times, if you had that time to your record, then go ahead and get that submitted. The registration really opens and where they're going to start accepting people based on times 
is September 12th. So that is coming up, okay? So Boston Marathon, get your time in now. They're going to start accepting people on September 12th. The next big one that came out, and this is a dream race of mine. It's one I really want to do because I hear it is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I think this would be a super fun race. The news is now out, or not the news, but all the information is out for the 2023 Big Sur International Marathon. So if you don't know, Big Sur, famous highway out in California. They close the highway down. They do a race. It is along the coast, like up the mountain, along the coast out in San Francisco. So you basically have mountain to your left and ocean to your right, and you're running on this winding, turning road. I think it's going to be an absolutely beautiful race. It's lottery-based. It's not just you register and you're in. There's no qualifications, but it's lottery-based. The date for the race is April 30th of 2023. So that's the Big Sur International Marathon. And then let's see, they have a limited number. Oh, come on. don't. It, 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 there we go. So the drawing, the drawing for the lottery, they're going to open it on August 25th of this year, 2022, and it goes to September 11th. So that's your window, August 25 to September 11th if you want to get your name in the lottery for the Big Sur Marathon. They have rejected me twice, but I know a lot of people who have made it, and they made it on their first or second attempt. Maybe I'll make it on the third. I don't know. Um, I do plan on registering and throwing my name in the hat at least, but that's a race I really want to do, even though it's California, and it will be crazy expensive, but that race I really want to accomplish. So there's your window, August 25th to September 11th, and then the race will be held on April 30th, 2023. So plan accordingly. Next one, and this is a big change. The TCS London Marathon, I mentioned it earlier, the London Marathon, who takes great pride and joy in rejecting me every year. They're changing things around a little bit. Now, the the marathon ballot, you know, they say the ballot, it's the lottery to all of us over here. It opens on Saturday, October 1st. So on Saturday, October 1st, you can throw your name in the hat to make it to the London Marathon. Now, this year's London Marathon here in 2022 is in October. It's, uh, I believe, the first weekend in October. Well, next year, they are now going to become a spring race. They are going to run on Sunday, April 23rd. Now, that is just a week before the Big Sur. So you're going to have to probably make a decision. You can get in the lottery for both. If you make both, you're going to need to defer one to the next year because now they're a week apart. But again, it's been in the fall, and I think because of the coronavirus nonsense, it's been in the fall because of that, but now they're going back to spring. So April 23rd of 2023 is when the London Marathon will run next year. So if you want to get your name in that, and I'm throwing my name in there, 100%. I'm throwing my name in. Worst case scenario, they pick me, and I defer to the next year where you still have a guaranteed spot. Okay, because if you remember a couple episodes ago, I've had to defer Berlin this year. I had a knee problem, which still persists. My training is not where it's supposed to be. And so rather than just gut through it and not enjoy the situation, I've deferred to next year. Okay, well, if I were to make next year's London, I would probably then defer to the following year after Berlin. But that's just the inner workings of my crazy brain when it comes to these big races. But October 1st, get your name in for the London Marathon. Again, right now, that is the one that is the most difficult for me to get into. They reject me constantly. And it's not like Boston. It's not, you know, I'm, I, you, I guess you can charity bib into London. I did see that. And maybe that's something I will approach someday. I know a lot of their charity stuff, they like to keep it local. 
And considering it's the London Marathon and I live in Kansas, not exactly local, but it's it's another option that maybe someday I will be forced to try and pursue. Next up, because again, all the big races put out information. Hopefully you guys find this as fun as I do, because I think this stuff is great. The New York Marathon, they haven't even run yet this year, but they're already putting information out for next year. The application window opens in February, February of 2023. And then next year's New York Marathon will be on November 5th, 2023. And again, I've done New York Marathon, the number one best crowd support race of any I've ever done. I apologize, Chicago. I really don't think I should apologize to you because the New York Marathon this past year, I ran it in 2021, the spectators were down because of coronavirus and limitations and city ordinances and guidelines and blah, blah, blah. The race field was down, spectators were down, and even still with less spectators, the New York Marathon kicked Chicago Marathon's butt in crowd support. So Chi-Town, I love you, but y'all got to pick this up. Like, no excuses now. You come big or you don't come at all because New York done whooped you. But that is when the New York Marathon is going to get going. November 5th of 2023, and their window opens in February. I absolutely encourage anyone within the sound of my voice to please do that race because it is an experience. Yeah, it's a marathon. It's a race. Got a few hills, ultimately rather flat. But the support, the crowd support, and just the experience of hitting all the boroughs in New York City. And I mean, I, people either love or hate that town. Well, after going there, I'm a love. Man, I love New York. I, I really can't wait to go back. Now, I'm already getting ahead of myself on trying to play in these big races. And I need to just go ahead and slow my roll. So I can't do them all. So I'm not looking at going back to New York in 2023. But I absolutely, if my body holds up, I will absolutely be doing the New York Marathon again because I just want that experience again. Man, it was the best. It was so great. So there we go. There's your big updates. That's the Boston Marathon, Big Sur International Marathon, the London Marathon, and now the New York Marathon. They are all, even though most of, or some of them haven't even run yet this year, London and New York, they haven't even run for 2022. They're already getting the ball rolling on 2023, which I think is great. It's something to look forward to. You know when your window's open, you know what to expect, and you can be ready to go ahead and get yourself signed up. So that is that. I, I hope you find this informational. I'm excited for the opportunity to do another big race. I'll have Berlin in 2023. That's going to be my big race. And I'm contemplating trying to find something for the spring, something maybe within driving distance of Kansas City, Little Rock Marathon. That's an option. Let me tell you my Little Rock story, okay? I'm going to do this real quick, and I hadn't even planned on doing this. But I was talking to someone about that just this morning. So I actually went down to do the Little Rock Marathon in 2013. Or was it 2014? It was one of them their years, 2013 or 2014. And the reason to go do the Little Rock Marathon, which takes place usually the first weekend in March of each year, they have the biggest finisher medals in the entire country. And that's what they pride themselves on. They, they, they will tell you, we have the biggest, we have the best, no one even comes close. And they're right. I think the medal I got could have been a hubcap. I, I think I could put it on my car if I was ever in desperate need. But the year I was down there, I was 14 miles into the full marathon. Okay, so I'm over halfway. That is when an ice storm moved in and they canceled the race and pulled the runners off the course. I'm 14 miles into it. And I know, trust me, the same response you're having now, I had. You're saying to me and you're telling yourself, well, I would have just kept running. I tried. The cops 
closed the course. They put up barricades to funnel all the runners to the finish line. And to their credit, it's because they knew that's what it was going to take to stop the runners from running the race. In Little Rock, Arkansas, this ice storm that they got was very severe for them. For a climate not used to it, not prepared for it, and they don't have the ice-type crews that could deal with the problem. From someone here in Kansas City, like, this is a Tuesday. Like, this was a nothing. We've had events way worse than this that we dug out of and handled, and, you know, they didn't even close the schools. But in in that year, in that town, it was just life-altering for them. And so they canceled the race. Now, when they canceled the race, again, I was at mile 14, and they they filtered me to the finish line, which that whole race just kind of weaves through their downtown. You don't actually get too far away. So they just kind of filtered us all where they wanted us to be. I think ultimately I ran almost 15 miles. Well, when I finished, they give me the full marathon medal. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is super cool. Great. But I didn't earn this. Like, I did not earn this monster medal that now is hanging around my neck. So, you know, I took it. I went back to the hotel. I tried to go have dinner that night. Hotel staff didn't show up because they couldn't get to work. So race volunteers, like the race director, were working as waiters in the restaurant in the official hotel bar restaurant area. So that was kind of crazy. And then I ventured out. I walked out into their ice storm. I found a bar that was open. And I don't remember the name of that bar. And I don't know if they're even still open. Wherever they are, I hope they're doing well. They had some of the best pizza I've ever had this side of Chicago. Holy cow, it was good. Man, wish I could remember what that place was. They're probably long gone. But anyway, so that's my Little Rock story. So I am thinking that maybe in the spring, I might want another stab at Little Rock. I want to see what their theme is this year. I want to see if it's a huge honking medal that I want to pursue. Some years are better than others. I went the year that it was superhero themed. And I'm like, ah, this is perfect for me. And so even though I got the medal, I, I didn't earn it. So the next week I emailed them and said, hey, I got pulled at mile 14. I didn't earn this medal. Do you guys happen to have any half marathon medals you could send me? There was one in my mailbox three days later. Like they didn't even respond. They just sent me one. It's like, all right, well, that was cool. All the credit in the world to the Little Rock folks. They've never had that situation happen since. But again, just going under memorable races and we're not taking a deep dive into anything today. I I thought that story was mildly amusing. Next up. Okay, so I kind of got cold on the carpet there. I got, got a little guff. I haven't been doing a very good job of reviewing races lately on the show, so I apologize. Apparently, uh, my producer has a family that went on a road trip and they caught up on a lot of the episodes. Huge shout out to that family. Thank you very much for listening. But they were at a race I was at, and I did not review that race. And so I was told I need to review that race. What am I doing? Come on now. And again, I blame my producer, not this, not these nice people who are listening to the show. I thank them. My producer is the one that always gives me a hard time. She's so mean to me. But anyway, so we are about two races behind. And remember, if you ever want to read about the race, I always do a post-race write-up. And it's on the website, www.backofthepackpodcast.com. You can read about all the races we've done. Unless you're driving, don't try and read it then. Terrible idea. Don't do it. So a few weeks ago, we did the Spencer C. Duncan Make It Count 5K. This is held in Gardner, Kansas. And this is for the family of a local soldier who is, of course, no longer with us. It's a memorial run. Uh, Very well done. This was a it's my first time doing it, although they've been doing it five years or more. And if I'm misquoting, I'm sorry, I might be wrong in my count. They've been doing it a while. It is not a brand new thing, but it is a very well done race. The course was nice and flat, 
they couldn't do anything about the fact that it was so stinking hot out there. I mean, it was in August, even though it was at 730 in the morning, the sun was already beaten down and man, it was just nasty out there. It was a hot race. Nothing they could do. Really cool, though. After the national anthem, they had a flyover. And I hope I'm not going to tick off any military personnel. If I do, I apologize. They had a helicopter do the flyover. I think I know this helicopter as a schnook helicopter. It's it's one of the, the double propeller troop transport type helicopters. And it came zooming over us and actually did two passes. We was actually pulling out a few fancy moves. I'm like, wow, that's pretty nimble and agile for a helicopter of that size. But anyway, so they had one do a flyover. Then they also had one that was in the parking lot that I guess landed pre-race that people could look at and tour and go into and take pictures. So that was really cool. A ton of vendors out there. There are tents set up everywhere, people you could talk to, people selling their wares, you know, whatever the case might be. So that was fun. A lot of people giving away race swag. Super cool. The course was nice. Uh, my performance was terrible. I was uh, I was still fighting the knee pretty hard at that point. It was my first race in a month since the knee had really started acting up on me. And so I kind of used it to gauge where I was at and where I was at was not in a good place. So, you know, eh, it, it was it was certainly not my best podcast. Uh, one of my slower ones of this year, but it's whatever. So if you ever get a chance, if you're local and you want to do a race at New Century, which is in Gardner, Kansas, then the Spencer C. Duncan, and they always have it right at the start of August. That was a very well done race. Uh, no issues, no big problems. The course stayed mildly safe. There were definitely still a few cars uh, getting loose on the course, and that always just bugs the hell out of me when that happens. But I understand you can't block everything. You know, you can't block every little side road. You can't block every little parking lot that might empty onto the road you're running on. So the runners and the cars coexisted as best they could, and we called it good. So fun race, no medal for that one. I know I'm really behind on Metal Mondays uh, on Instagram. I'm sorry about that. Uh, it seems like all the races I've been doing lately don't have medals. I get it. You know, medals cost money. When you're running a race, you may not want to spend that money. Maybe that money needs to go towards paying for the race. Or shockingly enough, maybe it's actually going to go to the charity in which you are running the race for. And if that's the case, I'm 100% okay with that, clearly. All right, and then the next one, this was just this morning. We've talked about it before. You heard the interview that we did. This morning was Rexy Run down in Lawrence, Kansas. And that is for Baby J's Legacy of Hope. Again, you can go backwards, listen to the episode where we had on the executive director, the, the big boss. She was on and the race director for this race. They were both on the show and it was a great show. Like I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to them. They were a lot of fun and very informative and they're doing really great things in the city of Lawrence, Kansas to help combat childhood cancer and to raise funds and to raise awareness. And we on the show support that 110%. Like all the percentages I can support that, we support that. And so this morning was their race and it was a great day. It was much cooler than it was a few weeks ago. The sun still was beating down pretty good. It's still August. But the race was a blast. Uh, ran the 10K this morning. My knee did better. It's getting slowly better. And I'm still glad I deferred the marathon, but it's getting slowly better. And so I actually ran my fifth fastest 10K ever. Uh, this morning for me was 10K number 30 in my career. And this was the fifth fastest I've ever done. So I'll take it. I'll take that every time. But the race is very well run. Christina does a great job. Tons of volunteers, 
tons of volunteers out there. And I know she, she had some people from, I believe, a local volleyball team was out there. And I know there were some other kind of student groups that were serving as volunteers. But the aid stations were all fully volunteered at. The course monitors were there. The course was decorated. There's balloons hanging around there. There's signs. There's you know cardboard cutouts of people. All the course was marked. It was marked perfectly. The 5Kers were green. They knew everywhere they were supposed to go. The 10Kers had purple guiding us all around the place. So that was wonderful. All very well done. If they listen to this show, I got one beef. Just one. And it's not a big one. And I'm going to be very nice about it. One beef. The 10Kers started five minutes before the 5Kers. All right, cool. Our course started us going north. Okay. Without getting too crazy. We did a little out and back that took a little over a mile or right out a mile. And we started five minutes before the five cares. Cool. So we go and we do that. Well, then we come back south. And when we come back south, we run smack dab into the back of the five cares who are just getting started on their course. So you had 10 cares coming down the hill and coming right up the rear of the 5k people who are still getting started and just are in their first quarter mile and at that point at least when i came you know sauntering through it was a lot of the walkers you know strollers people walking whatever the case is and look everyone was fine the the walkers kept to the right which was great the runners came to the left which was fine there was no huge collisions nobody losing their cool but I know previously everyone started at the same time. And then I think the 10Kers did kind of two loops around the wetlands, as they're called. I would personally rather go back to that rather than coming down that hill and running smack dab into the back of the 5Kers. That's just my opinion. Okay. Other people might have loved it. They might have loved this course exactly as was. No issues, no problems. And if they did, that's great. And again, this in the grand scheme of things, this is just a small, small, small little Little thing that I noticed. No big deal. I'm not calling them on the carpet about it. I'm not griping. I'm not doing nothing. I'm saying it was a thing. And if we want to keep doing it, cool. If we want to go back to the way it was, even cooler with me. But y'all do your thing, and I'm happy with it. So that was one thing. Uh, We did get a medal. We did have a medal for Rexy Run. So that will be featured. Well, it won't be featured on Metal Monday because, you know what? No, it will. I'm actually going to be out of town for Metal Monday. But you know what? I can always take the picture and post it on Monday. It's not like I'm going somewhere where I don't have a cell phone. Everyone has a cell phone and everyone has service. So you know what? We will still have Metal Monday on Monday. I'm going to make that happen even from where I'm at because I can do it. Go team. The next race that we have coming up is the Head for the Cure race. That is in Overland Park, Kansas. They do it in Corporate Woods. Yeah, we've had a lot of races already in Corporate Woods. Nothing new or different here, but I've never done this race. So We'll see. It's definitely one of the bigger 5Ks around town. Like, I guess they have big turnout every year. This is for brain injury. Uh, It's it's big fundraiser for that. So I'm excited to try another race. You know, hey, it's another shirt, another medal. So we'll have another medal to feature as we just kind of keep plugging along in our late summer, early fall season. We got a lot more races coming up. Oh, and I am going to let you know, big announcement here. Yep, I just clapped. It happened. Big announcement. I think I'm okay announcing this. I don't think anyone's going to hurt me, uh, especially my producer. We, the Back of the Pack podcast, will have a table at the Garmin Kansas City Marathon Expo. 
Like it's a done deal. We have sponsors. We have two sponsors, the law offices of Tell Parent and then Hobie Reba Realty. They have sponsored our table so that we can be at the expo for the Kansas City Marathon. I'm so excited. I have only worked one expo one time before, and it's super fun to be able to meet all the runners and talk to people. And now I hope all of you who hear this podcast, if you are doing that race, when you get your packet, find our booth, come by, say hello, let's talk. We can talk races. I'm going to be there. I will be there both days. The expo runs on October 13th from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., and that's Thursday, Thursday, October 13th, and then Friday, October 14th from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. I will be at that table, at that booth, 100% of the time, unless I happen to like be running to grab something to eat somewhere, but then I'll be back. And so we're going to have t-shirts that you could purchase if you so desire, so you can have a nice back-of-the-pack t-shirt. We've got the little wristbands. We're going to have some stickers. We're going to have some brochures. And then we're just going to talk and let's talk race. If you want to talk about any of the races, let's talk about the races. I'm super excited. I'll talk to you about the Garmin Kansas City Marathon because I've done the full. I've done the half. I've done them. I've only done a half on this new course since they changed everything around. Have not done that full. But I can tell you about the half marathon if you didn't do it last year because I did. I'll talk to you about it. So I'm really excited about that. So make sure you put it on your calendar to stop by the Back of the Pack podcast table at the Garmin Kansas City Marathon Expo. It's at Union Station, the dates and times that I mentioned. I really hope to see you guys out there. I will be the guy that looks like me, right? And I'll probably have a Back of the Pack t-shirt on. I know, crazy. That's wild. My kids will be there. They're excited to come work at the Expo. It's going to be a good time. So please stop by and say hello and let's talk, buy a shirt. And let's uh, let's talk about a race. So excited. Anyway, I know you can't you can't tell at all that I'm just super excited about that. So I think that's where we're going to leave it for today. I've already filled up a half hour with all my blabbing. If there are any big races coming up that you would like to talk about, just send a message to the show. If I've run it, I'll talk about it. If I haven't, I'll research it. If you want to know information about it, I'll find it. Like I am your own little running Google over here. So I'm, I'm happy to help because I love talking about this stuff. So anyway. I am Kyle Walker. This has been the Back of the Pack podcast. It is brought to you by OKKC Sports, and it is produced by Katie O'Neill. We will be back next week where we talk some more good times and fun stuff. So, everyone, be safe in your training. Hopefully, the weather stays nice for us, which it kind of looks like it will. And don't forget to mark your calendar for the Kansas City Marathon Expo, and we'll see you there. Everyone, have a great rest of your weekend. 